Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Pasha's Bahar. According to the Chinuch, Pasha's Bahar contains seven positive mitzvos and 27 restrictions. Certainly, in its 57 psukim, the opening part of the Parsha deals with the laws of Shemitah, the sabbatical year whereby only in Eretz Yisrael you find this incredible, miraculous performance of the land showing Kiliya Eretz that the land belongs to God. What's the reason for Shemitah? So while the Chinuch suggests several, the Kleokar says very straightforward, the purpose of the Shemitah year is to entrench the concept of emuna and bitachon in the Jewish people, showing how their entire existence is dependent on God. Whereas all other peoples in the course of six years will have at least two years of crop rotation enabling the earth to rest, to perform better in the subsequent years. Here, the Torah says you ought to work the land for six years straight. And not only that, that the sixth year would, as we would only imagine, eke out something, just the opposite. That which will grow in the sixth year, the Torah says with Sivisi, as Birchasi Lachem, I'm going to command the blessing in the sixth year, because after all, what are the rules? The rules are that in the seventh year, you are not planting, you are not plowing, you're not harvesting, you're waiting until the eighth year. Well, when you plant in the eighth, some will not come up until the ninth. And so, my goodness, when the Torah says, V'chi somru, and should you ask, my goodness, Manochal, what are we going to eat? Hein lo nizra we are not working the land in the usual way. So, in chapter 25, verse 21, Hashem says, I will command my blessing for you in the sixth year, and and it will yield a crop, the same amount is going to be sufficient for three years. Namely, an incredible bracha is going to happen. The bracha is that the blessing will occur literally within their stomachs. That that which usually, during any other year, would be considered a child's portion and not sufficiently satisfy an adult here in the uh, Shemitah year and the years that follow you eat a little bit as Rashi says in the beginning of next week's parsha of Bichu Kosai so the Torah says what is going to be the bracha 
that the bracha is ochel kima. You're going to eat a little bit, and the blessing is going to occur literally within. So it's not going to cost you more workers, and it's not going to uh, ha- cause you to have more silos and more headaches, but rather, ochel within the innards of the person. The whole thing is completely miraculous, and that is to show without any question of a doubt, Kiliha Oretz, that the land is mine. But I would like to share with you a very insightful um, Sapurno, and that is the following. You look up the term sabbatical year in Webster's Dictionary, and he'll tell you a leave of absence granted every seventh year as to a college professor or the like, for rest, travel, or research. I hope you're sitting down. This is one of those incredible, we had it first. What does that mean? Not that every seventh year, the Russia Yeshiva are granted a sabbatical year, but every seventh year, every Jewish farmer... Again, every Jewish farmer is given a sabbatical year. Every Jewish farmer is told, you are to experience a Shabbos Lashem. Not just a Shabbos. No, it's a Shabbos Lashem. And just as every seventh day, every Shabbos, is to be an experience whereby the Jew connects to Hashem. It is Shua, Yom Menucha, a day of rest. Ukedusha, it's a day of sanctity. Here too, the Shemitah year is to be that opportunity for each and every Jew to spend his time in the base Medrash. And Shemitah is that great equalizer. Just as when it comes to financially, during the first six years, the landowner can have a big sign over his field, no trespassing. But in the seventh year, anybody, everybody is the same. And beyond that, after the uh, seventh year, he too, this landowner, has to look up and say, Hashem, please help. We're all in the same boat. It's the great equalizer, because everybody comes into the base Medrash the same, and everybody shares with their knowledge the same Chalkeinu Besora Secha. It is such an incredible concept, and it shows how the Torah was and is light years above and beyond any other people and civilization. This is the first point. But I'd like to, in honor of yesterday being Lagba Omer, and in honor of Rav Shimon Bar Yochai, who the day is given a good deal of his character because of his incredible nature and his contribution to the world of Torah. So I strongly recommend that you take out the Talmud Brachos 35b. And there the Talmud teaches the following. The rabbis taught. It says in the second paragraph of the Shema, V'yosavta digonecha, which means literally you will gather in your grain 
The Talmud goes on to ask, what reason does the Pesach have to say, Ah, because it says in the book of Yoshua, the Torah shall not depart from your mouth, meaning that a person is to be involved with Torah all the time. So, right? Would it be possible to think that these words are meant literally, that you're supposed to study Torah day and night. Therefore, the Torah says, I'm granting you a license, that you can gather in your grain. And therefore, says Rabbi Yishmael Hanheg Bohen Minag you are to literally study Torah, but in the way of the world, meaning that people earn a livelihood. When you're busy earning a livelihood, you are, quote, exempt from studying Torah. And then, when you are not involved in your livelihood, you are to study Torah. These are the words of Rabbi Yishmael. Comes along Rabbi Shimon Bar and what does he say? Ay, 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 Efshar, could it be? Adam Choresh Bishas Harisha, that a man is going to plow all the time of plowing. Vizoreha Bishas Zuria, and he's going to sow his field at the time of sowing. Vikotzer Bishas Ketsira, and he's going to harvest at the time of harvesting. Vidosh Bishas Disha, and he's going to thresh at the time of threshing. Vizore Bishas Haruach, and he's going to winnow at the time of the blowing wind. Ayayay, says Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochoi, Torah, Matehe Oleho, what will become the study? of Torah. In other words, you're busy all your time in your fields. Therefore, listen to what he says. The ideal situation says, Rab Shimon Bar Yochoi is, Bizman Shi Yisrael Osen Rechono, Shomakom at the time when the Jewish people are literally uh, following God's way, then your work is done for you by others, and therefore you will be able, so the ideal is that you should be studying Torah all the time. The Talmud goes on to say, interestingly, that there were those Harbei Asu Ki Rabbi Yishmael. Many did as Rabbi Yishmael advocated and also Biyadan, they were successful, meaning that they did their work in the field, they made their living, and they studied Torah. However, those who tried, like Shib Shimon Bar Yochai, lo also be Adam. Alright, it's not meant for everybody. It's only meant for a select few. But think about it, my friends. While the Talmud says that on a regular basis, year one, two, three, four, five, six, we are the majority are to follow Rabbi Yishmael, my goodness. The Shemitah year, we all follow Rebbe Shimon Bar Yochoi. How interesting that is. And if you want to take it one step further, in reality, look at the strong connection between the Shemitah year and every Shabbos. Just as when it comes to Shemitah, Hashem says, I'll command my blessing to you, and you will have all that you need. Look in the Aseris Hadibros, the beginning of the fourth commandment, says the Torah, 
after Zachoris Yom HaShabbos Lekadsho, Sheishes Yomim Tavod, six days you shall work, and you are to literally <coughs> do and accomplish all your work. And what does Rashi say on all your work? Kishetovo Shabbos. When Shabbos comes, Yehei Be'enecha. It should be to you. You should consider it. Ki'ilu kol melachtecha asuya. You are retired every Shabbos. All your work has been done. Shlo tahar her achamalacha. You shouldn't worry. You shouldn't think. You shouldn't be preoccupied on Shabbos. Who owes you money? Who do you owe money? And all the various other aspects of the job. No. Shabbos comes, it is all done. This is another strong similarity between Shemitah and Shabbos. The Shemitah year and the weekly Shabbos. And the idea behind it is that so too every Shabbos we are actually following Rip Shimon. How so? Because the Gemara tells us in the second chapter of Beitzah that literally how much money you're going to make. This is decided on Rosh Hashanah. Except the Yitzios of Shabbos and Yom except for that which you outlay for Shabbos, that which you spend for Shabbos, if you spend more than what was allowed for you for the year, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will give you more. Shabbos is in a realm of itself. Shemitah is in a realm of itself. And so, this very special parsha of Bahar is such a strong injection of emuna, of bitachon, and the very positive statement that our rabbis have taught us, more than the Jewish people have kept the Shabbos, the Shabbos has kept the Jewish people. This is true regarding the Shabbos of Shemitah, when unfortunately we did not keep it. We lost the land, and thank God, when we wish each other a good Shabbos, this Shabbos, and every other one, we should realize what a precious gift this Shabbos is Yomenucha Ukedusha. Shabbat Shalom to all.